Hello guys, and welcome back to The Social De La Rosa Show, hosted by yours truly, Wendy De La Rosa, where we dive in deep into social media tips and strategies for small business owners. Hello guys, so I have a special podcast for you today. Today I'm gonna let you guys tune in to a exclusive Facebook training. Um, I was asked to be a guest speaker in launching the Mindful Entrepreneur Speaker Series with Jennifer and Jennifer James. So you can go ahead and tune in. You're going to be listening to our five top strategies for social media marketing that I share with the group that you can be implementing right away. So tune in and if you like, you can check out the YouTube video to watch it in full. And uh, welcome, Wendy, to, and I would say welcome to the Mindful Entrepreneurs, but you're part of the group now. So you're part of the family, you're part of the community. Mm-hmm. And we, this is our, officially our launch of our guest speaker series. And who better to do it with than with Wendy De La Rosa, <laughs> um, somebody that I have become a raving fan of and who is a partner and um, who I very much admire. And when I saw what the community was asking for, um, which was really to get their kind of fingers and thoughts more deeply embedded into digital and social strategy, I couldn't have thought of a better person to help us get there and start out on the journey than you. So what I thought I'd do is just do a little bit of an intro, and then I'm going to turn it over to you to take it away, because tonight's topic is top five social media strategies for 2021. And I kind of added in that I know everything that you do is really to help people level up their business Mm -hmm. and really take them, uh, really get them thinking in a different way than perhaps they are today and give them the confidence so that they can actually move the needle in their business using social as a means to do that. Um, And I know that you are the founder and uh, CEO of your own agency and that you are also an entrepreneur and that you kind of uh, wear two hats and maybe you can share a little bit more. I I call it the two hats, like juggling two hats where um, you have two roles in your life and two very important ones. So maybe you can share a little bit of that, a bit about that with our our group here because a lot of people in this community find themselves in the same situation. Mm -hmm. Um, And really you started your entrepreneurial journey more back in 2019 Mm-hmm. when you realized and kind of connected with other business owners on how to um, build and develop marketing resources. So it's not just limited to social media, but social media is something that you're very passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I know that you're, um, you're also a co-founder of Let's Get Social, which is really focused on womenpreneurs. And you started that last spring. Yes. Is that correct? I've got this mm-hmm. all nailed down. Um, so I'm really looking forward to you talking about the five social strategies, that, but then maybe giving us a little bit of a look-see into some of the amazing things that you and your partner are doing um, that perhaps this community can get more engaged in that will continue them on their journey towards becoming uh, a little bit more social savvy. Yeah, well, thank you for the great introduction. I really appreciate it. I'm so honored. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Um, It's truly a privilege to be here and just sharing, giving you guys some knowledge bomb on social media strategies uh, moving forward in your business. So like Jen said, um, I am a social media manager slash coach. Um, I work in the industries mainly with women, um, mostly women, and I also have my social media agency, which is called the Social Dollar Rosa, where I manage people's accounts, which means, you know, content creation, you know, coming up with a strategy. So um, I do that mainly for the beauty industry as well as the dental industry. Now, you might be asking why those specific niche, that industry? Well, I have a background in dental over 16 years, and I also have a background in medical spa, esthetician, makeup artist. So I'm familiar with that type of content. So that's kind of why I um, have my clients there. Um, So that's with my agency. And also what you said, my partner, I have a partner, uh, Tina Ballas. She is a co-founder with me on Let's Get Social for Wempreneurs. It is a membership exclusive group just for women only who are business owners, but they want to learn how to build their online presence and they just don't know where to go. So we uh, coach them every month with new strategies and we kind of give them a roadmap 
roadmap each month as well as support throughout the month of what they should be working on. So like like you mentioned, Jen, I have I wear many hats. So it's really hard um, if you don't really know your mission or your goal, you get overwhelmed. You don't know where to spend your time when you do have that chunk of time to work on your business. You don't really know where to go sometimes. And if you don't have a mentor or somebody that's guiding you, then um, you know you may not see the results you want. You may just give up because it might become too hard. So um, with our social media membership, we have kind of that support, that one-on-one -on -one support. So I think it's important to, to have a mentor or to have a community that you can go to. Um, like for your example, Jen, you have that, um, you have your community here. So you're willing to, if someone's having a bad day, you're willing to kind of turn it over and help them to see the light at the end of the tunnel and giving them a little bit of a strategy on resetting their mind, reviewing their vision or their mission. So I think that's excellent. I love that. I love that you guys provide that kind of mentorship and one-on-one -on -one support. And mm -hmm. I think that's, um, I think that's really special. Um, and I'm just letting you know that I'm keeping an eye on what's happening. Cause I know when we stream from uh, zoom, I'm keeping an eye on, uh, we've got some people here. And so if people okay. want to post their questions as we're going along, um, please do guys, let us know if you have questions as uh, Wendy's going and I will feed them over from, uh, from Facebook. Cause we are, I know we are here on zoom, so it's harder to make that direct link, but I'm paying attention. So <laughs> yeah, I don't see, all I see is you. I don't see anything else. So, <laughs> um, so you just let me know. I'll, I will just stop you and ask questions. Um, a little bit about like my journey on entrepreneurship and how it became about, I mean, I, uh, like I said, I work in, I still work in the dental industry. I do that nine to five. That's my full-time job. I'm an office manager there. I have the, you know, dental assisting credentials. Um, I've been there for 16 years. And so uh, last year, well, in 2019, I started realizing a lot of small business owners, like, you know, beauty, beauty shop owners, or even other dentists, they didn't really know how to market themselves online. They didn't know how to set up a Yelp page or Google insights or, you know, Facebook or Instagram. So I was like, how come nobody's telling these people how to do these things? Like what's going on here? And I decided that I wanted to share what I knew and what I was learning from, you know, my corporate job or my job in the dental field. And I just started sharing with small business owners in little chunks and giving them just, you know, little wins, little things they can focus on, uh, tips and tricks. And um, so, you know, that started happening. And what happened was people started asking me if I could manage their social media, if I can be their social media manager. So it kind of came about that way. And I realized, well, you know what, let me give it a try. And so um, I put everything in place and I love social media. My favorite platforms right now are Facebook and Instagram, as well as LinkedIn. Um, I do love all of them. Uh, but what I teach are like our womenpreneurs and our membership is mainly focused on Instagram and Facebook because that's where most of their clients are. So today's like lesson, you guys are going to take these strategies and you can implement them pretty much in all socials. It just really depends on your vision for your business. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have a favorite child, so to speak. Well, I would say Instagram. Okay. Because honestly, Instagram kind of has everything. Uh, it has a little bit of Twitter. It has a little bit of LinkedIn. It has a little bit of everybody. Okay. Um, Snapchat as well as all that. So yeah, for sure. All right. So if you had to pick one, you would pick you would pick Instagram of of all the babies, yes. so to speak. Right. All mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So excellent. Um, do you want to uh, bring up your presentation? Yeah, definitely. Let me see. So if I bring this up, it may, I may not even see, let's see, present in the beginning. Okay. Can you share my screen or? Um, well, they're, they're just seeing the, the Zoom live, so. Okay, let me see here. Have I, I have given I've given you screen sharing. Okay, let me go here. So you should be able to, let's see here. Okay, I don't see my screen sharing option in my Zoom. Am I an admin? Um, you should, I can, let me see if I can change. Cause it would usually give me that option on the very, very bottom. Yeah, um, Multi it's know. on multiple participants. Um, hold on. Start sharing. Okay, let me see if there, tell me if you can see my screen. Yes. 
Okay, do you see my whole screen with the slides on the side or just the slides? I see both. Okay. Which is okay. But now, okay. But is yeah. it small for you guys? I don't want it to be too small. I think it looks, if anybody's having a hard time seeing, please let us know. But I think now we see the full, the full slide. I see the full slide. Okay, great. Yeah, because I changed into a different study. And do you see me still in Zoom? Yeah. Yeah, okay, I still great. see you. Oh, and here comes Amy. Amy just said hello. Hello. Amy just welcome, came welcome. So um, we're going to go through the, we'll go through this and I can stop whenever you guys have questions. Um, at the very end, I'll have a Q&A as well. But if you, you know want to stop in between, I'm totally fine. I'll take pauses um, just in case, because sometimes I know when a question's fresh, you know, you'd rather answer right then and there. So um, I am totally open to questions. I may not have all the answers, but I'm willing to, I'm very resourceful and I can definitely get back to questions if we don't know the answer, so. And we just got a comment that this is perfect, so there Wonderful. you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome to Five Social Media Strategies, y'all. Uh, my name is Winnie Delarosa, and I am happy here. I am very, very happy today to be sharing with you guys some strategies that you can implement into your business um, that can be used across all social media platforms. Uh, today, we'll focus a little bit more on my favorite baby, which is Instagram. But like I mentioned, we could um, utilize some of these strategies into other platforms. So please feel free to drop questions um, as we're going along. You, I, we did just get one question before we even started. Can I just oh, wow. that with Love you? So that maybe even if we just address it as we go along, sure. Darina was asking, if you're starting a business, do you feel one social media platform is better than another based on the age range of your customers? For example, LinkedIn versus Facebook, does each platform cater to a certain age range, female oriented, male oriented, et cetera? Oh, that's a good loaded question. That's um, I would say that when you're first starting out, go with what you feel most comfortable being on, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. Um, I would say go with the platform that you're most comfortable with posting, engaging on, being on there, because that's where initially you're going to be spending some of your time there. So if you're like, if you're really comfortable going on Facebook and you utilize Facebook groups and Facebook lives, then I would say start with Facebook. And then once you build your audience there and you build that confidence in that content strategy, which we'll talk about that today, um, you'll be able to go and either cross post or repurpose some of your content for LinkedIn, for Instagram, for Twitter. So as an entrepreneur, I know it feels like you want to be on all platforms because that's what you see your competitors do sometimes. So you want to be opening up all your accounts and be on there. But I would recommend starting with one, going really hard and strong, which is one mastering that. And then you can start going out uh, to the micro content and, and posting and being on other platforms. For customers, we'll talk about that in a little bit too with customers as well, because you, I mean, I say social media right now, everybody's on it. So I would say if like, if it's a younger generation, well, then obviously you'd want to be like on Snapchat or like TikTok. But if it's, you know, somebody between like 30s and up, they're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. So um, there is more stats and analytics on like the age brackets, but it just, I think it really does. I, I think it really comes down to what you're comfortable with, with being on the platforms. And I can definitely share a little bit around the age range statistics and, demo, and uh, psycho, psychographics um, of social media. We can post something as a follow-up for that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and dive in. So guys, grab a pen and paper, turn off your notifications, close out of all your hundred apps on your desktop. <laughs> and um, let's go ahead, I want your full attention. And if not, make sure you guys watch the replay as well, because um, we'll be having it in the group for you guys. So the number one is gonna be nailing your niche and your ideal client. So nailing your niche is really nailing your industry, your target audience. Um, we talk about this because this is very important when you have clarity on who you're, what industry you're speaking to or who you're speaking to, you can actually serve them with way more value and way more purpose. And I know that um, in your, in your community here, you probably talk about it a lot about, you know, who are you speaking to? Who are you? What is your main industry that you want to work in? Or what is it you want to serve? What kind of people, you know, is it, is the mindset coaches, is it the, you know, the yoga, the Pilates, the fitness instructors. So really nailing your niche and knowing who your ideal client is going to be the first thing when you start using social media. Um, you may open an account and realize like, I'm asked telling everybody that I can serve everybody with this business, but nobody's listening to you because you're not being really specific. So 
when we talk about knowing your ideal client, we talk about knowing the actual details, like you mentioned, you know, the age, the gender, you know, what do they do for a living? Um, do they have a family? Are they single? Are they, you know, businesswomen? Are they businessmen? So really getting down to the nitty gritty of who your customer is, um, is going to help you bring a lot of value and purpose to your content and to your social media platforms. So you may ask, like, where do we start at? How do I, how do I know this? Well, you have to do a lot of research. It does, I would say what I like to tell my, my students is do your homework, look at your competitors, see kind of like who, what accounts they're following, who are they following, who's engaging in their comments, you know, who do you see constantly, you know, sharing their information or sharing their quotes or sharing their content. Um, that's going to give you an idea of that type of audience. Another great way to figure out who your ideal client is looking back at some of the services that you provided and did you get really great reviews were they like really stellar customers or stellar clients that they just they it was so fun working with them like you had a great time serving them whatever you may do some of you guys are probably in the product or service industry so really looking at did you have a great experience with a certain type of person and that might be your ideal client. So kind of digging down on them and realizing, okay, well, why did I really like that lady? What was so good about her? Was she, her personality, was she, you know, in this type of industry or that? So that's going to help you bring clarity to your ideal clients. I love, I love that you brought this up. Um, it's, I think, a piece that um, entrepreneurs struggle with so much, especially people that are starting out the journey mm. to kind of really unpack and understand your ideal client or your customer is, can be really challenging. And always keep in mind too, that it will change. I mean, sometimes you think you want this certain type of customer or client to work with, and then you get that person. You're like, wait a minute, I don't want to work with that person. So it's okay. But I think initially when, you know, you start writing some of your articles or some of your blog posts or recording some of your videos, if you can record your video with talking to that one person, you're just going to be able to bring more of that true you and that purpose and that value just even more it's going to be able to be delivered a lot better if you could talk to that one person versus you're like everybody can buy my thing and everybody can use my service it'll just go off a lot better yeah that's another really great point i think people get really stuck in that rut of like if i make this decision this is me forever instead of mm -hmm. like no judgment if you know we can test and learn Right. And that's what social media is all about, too. It's about testing, engaging, seeing what works, what doesn't work, what your audience likes. And I think another thing to be mindful is that you may be, you may be building an audience that you think they're your ideal clients. Like, for example, uh, you're a fitness coach for mothers. So all of a sudden you're getting all these mom tribes, you're getting all these moms, but then you realize, well, you know what? I, I can't, there's some, maybe there's, it's not working out for you. Maybe moms is not the one you want to be working with. There's something that, that you feel that is not not ideal. So now you have a full audience of moms. And so when you post something that doesn't relate to moms, no one's going to engage on it. No one's going to be responding to your social media posts or to your videos because you're not creating value for that mom because your mind had changed, but you didn't tell your audience that it changed. So that can be a little tricky too. So when you're doing your research, knowing the proper name of your niche, this is, this comes down to, for example, you could say, I'm a coach okay, well, there's so many coaches out there. So what type of coach are you? And then who is it for? Like, who do you serve? So if you're a fitness coach, you could be a fitness coach for busy entrepreneurs. You can be a coach for busy dads, moms. You could be a fitness coach for so many different and for so many different ideal clients. So for example, the way this is broken down is this is your niche. Your niche is your fitness coach, mindful coach, wellness coach, Instagram coach, life coach, personal development coach. And then the second part is, who is your ideal client? So when you can put those two together, that's when you're going to be able to create your unique message and be really specific on delivering your content. So I have another question. Can I share that question with you? Yeah. Yeah. If you post as an example on two different sites or platforms, um, do you suggest tweaking the message? for different sites and, and, or is it the same post on different uh, platforms? Is that okay? I think it depends on your time. Like, I mean, there's also a lot of scheduling tools. So if you decide to post the same exact picture and the same message on different platforms, I would recommend personally customizing them. So if you're going to be using Instagram, then saying, Hey, send me a PM or, Oh, check in the Facebook group. 
if you're going to be doing Instagram, oh, send me a DM, check in my story. So there's different language for different platforms. So personally, I would like to have it customized for the platform because then I don't feel like if I was reading your message that you the same thing on Instagram and I read it on Facebook, I would feel kind of like, oh, this message is not for me because it's, it's it's customized for Instagram. I don't follow her on Instagram. So I would kind of feel a little left out, but not really wanting to read it because like, well, it doesn't pertain to me. Like she's, she's talking to her Instagram followers, not to her Facebook. So I highly recommend taking the time just to tweak a tad bit. I mean, there's just a couple of words you got to, you know, change out. So change it. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I like that. So another great way is to mastering your tagline. So this is like your elevator pitch. This is, you know, what's going to be in your bio on Clubhouse or on Facebook or on Twitter. So you really want to master your tagline. So not only is knowing your industry niche and knowing who you serve is really important, but having your tagline. So this particular slide shows, this is my partner, Tina. So there you guys go. Let's get, get social with Tina. She's right there. And we have her as an example here. Um, so the way we break this down into an Instagram, this is the quickest way because Instagram has like the least characters that you can you know describe yourself or your business. So what you really want to do is make it driven for the audience. So uh, the title part is where you're going to be putting your niche, what you do, and then the other part of it, the black bold part where you see title, it says social media marketing manager. That is considered like the tagline and it's also SEO in Instagram. So it's when people are looking for a social media manager, Tina will come up because she has that inside of her bio. So if you're a mindful coach or if you're, you know, a life coach, you would want to put either your first name in that title, like Jen, lifestyle coach or mindful coach. Uh, because people will be typing that in to find you. So that's optimizing your bio is really, I would say optimizing your bios on all of your social media accounts is very critical because if you're, I mean, if you're crucial, if you're looking at somebody's website and then you go to their socials and they don't have it optimized, like optimized means like a proper name, a proper call to action. Um, they don't have it fully filled out. You kind of feel like, well, maybe they're not really, legit like they don't maybe this is not really what they they do full time so i think this little breakdown here shows you how to optimize it having a clear profile picture is going to be key to all of your profiles and then for your title we mentioned having your niche as well as your uh, tagline and then the next part of it is you're really going to want to be clear about what do you do and who do you serve so for example she says social media manager and coach serving womenpreneurs and small businesses by helping them grow organically online. So she clearly states what she does, who she serves and how she solves that problem. The second part, well, the very last part of it is having a clear call to action. So now that you know what she does, well, what do you want, what do you want the audience to do? Well, I want you to snag my free marketing guide. So click below. Now that's a whole nother marketing strategy because when you have a clear call to action, that can convert your followers into actually paid clients or into leads if you have like an email marketing setup. So having a clear call to action is what do you want the new follower to do? Join your new, join your Facebook group, you know, get on a free discovery call, uh, read your last blog article. So having that is, is really important because you don't want to just have them follow you and then they just forget about you. So creating that next step. I love that. Mm -hmm. making me think, oh, I haven't looked at my profiles. I should in the last little while, maybe I'll take a little peek at them again. Um, <laughs> you get so wrapped up in doing other things. It's like, but that's like really key to connecting yeah. with your customers and them understanding who you are. Mm -hmm. um, I do have another question that came up for you. Can I share that with you? Yeah. Okay. If one is to start Q&A lives on Facebook, what would be the maximum timeline per session? Well, if you have a big following, I think you can go up to like 30 minutes. I would say if you have a small following, kind of start with anywhere between like seven to 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, and I would just honestly go for it and test it out. So depend, depending on what structure you have and what kind of topic, if you're just gonna be doing a bunch of Q and A's, but then nobody pops on to ask you questions, you might just pop off really quick. So 
having some kind of outline or script that can guide you. Um, and then if you do it consistently, like, hey, every Tuesday, I'm going to go live answering questions about X, Y, Z. Then you start preparing your audience. You start getting them familiar with it. Um, and that consistency, and then they'll be showing up and they can be longer and longer and longer. So obviously the algorithm, social media does reward, uh, reward the user when they use lives or videos, they reward you. So if you keep showing up consistently every Tuesday, then um, Facebook or Instagram will keep pushing out when you go live, it'll notify a lot of your followers or your friends or your friends of your friends. So I would say, testing it first go a couple times and see how how you roll with it if you can talk enough if maybe you go on i would say an hour is kind of a little bit long unless you're really wanting them to watch the replay and it's jam-packed with value then i would say go for an hour but um i would say test it out for a few minutes and then go up to like 10 20 30 and go from there thank you awesome yeah all righty so Number two, well, now we're talking about the algorithm. This is perfect time. So number two strategy moving on in 2021 would be understanding how the algorithm works. So I don't know if those of you watched Social Dilemma during this break time. <laughs> if there was a movie out on Netflix, it's called Social Dilemma. And it was all about, you know, how social media works. And I would highly recommend if you like to watch movies, watch that. It was a documentary and it really just kind of showed you a different way of how the computer's brain works. So the algorithm, again, guys, it's not against us. Uh, you hear all the time people say, well, I went live or I posted and, and nothing happened and I think it's blocking me and it's shadow banning me. Um, the understanding how it works is going to play a big part in, in how your content will be distributed to your followers. So you want to understand it, you want to know the basics, and you also want to practice using the social media platform of your choice, because that's going to help you master it. So here um, is a little bit of example or kind of like a little, I don't know how much you guys know about Instagram or about, I mean, about algorithms, um, but the way it works, like in a basic, I guess, teaching is Instagram will show you, or Facebook and Instagram will show you content, or social media will show you content based on your interactions that you've had with other accounts. So example, if you're a fitness coach for mothers and you're following a lot of mothers and you're interacting with their content and interacting can be liking their posts, watching their IGTVs, watching their stories, sending them DMs, visiting them in their groups or in their private groups, interacting with them. So somehow you're tagging or connecting with them some kind of way. You're consuming their content, you're um, sharing their content. So what this does, it actually alerts the algorithm, hey, Wendy likes Jen's content. You know, she's always in her, she's tagging her, she's yamming her, hey, they have a relationship. So when Wendy posts something, I'm gonna show Jen her, her stuff because she obviously, they have a relationship together. So I want her to be on the platform longer. So I'm gonna show her Wendy's stuff. and usually it works out really good unless you're looking at like your competitor's content and then you're like why do i keep seeing her stuff i don't want anything to do with her then that's a different story so keep that in mind when you're engaging with content and when make sure it's your ideal client make sure it's somebody that you truly really want to have a relationship with because the algorithm will show you more of their stuff and that goes by you know back and forth they'll show them your stuff as well so example we, we talked about was like reading comments, leaving comments, bookmarking, watching, listening, sharing DMs. Um, that helps the algorithm know that you guys have a relationship. And then also another factor is the time spent on each platform. So it, uh, social media, if you post something, but then you never you never like go on to answer questions or you never do, you know, follow up with other people or engage with other accounts or users, the algorithm would say, well, this person just posted this and they're not even on the, they're not even on the social platform. So we're not going to promote their platform. We really want to reward the ones that are using the platform. That's kind of what I see it as. So don't ghost and post. If you are going to be posting something in a hurry, I would recommend at least spending anywhere between five to 10 minutes before the post and after the post so that you can engage uh, so that the algorithm can notify your followers and your relationship followers that you have a new post or a new story. Um, another question that will come up is, well, what if I schedule out my posts? Does that go against me? If I use a scheduling tool like Planoly or Plan, does it go against me? Um, it does not go against you, but again, it gives you that same like 
you really want to engage before and after your posts. So if you know you're going to be posting at lunchtime, then make sure you spend that time engaging with other people so they can get notification that you have a new post. So that comes into play as having knowing the algorithm and also having a strategy. So one, the algorithm as well as your user will start to see a consistent strategy. So if you're posting every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the algorithm, the algorithm knows that you're on the platform, as well as your audience and your users start understanding that you're going to be showing up every Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. So I think having that consistency, just people look forward to, oh, Wendy's going to go live on Sunday or she's going to go live on Friday. So by having a strategy is going to be really important to building that relationship, as well as letting the algorithm know that you're there to play and you're contributing as well as consuming and creating. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Awesome. Oops, went too fast. Okay, another one strategy would be creating the posting strategy. So this is going to be a, a good part for you to implement this in the new well for your new strategy for 2021 is having the strategy. So I don't know how many of you actually have a social media posting strategy. So like I the question was earlier, well, do I post the same stuff on on the same stuff on different platforms? So that to me probably alerts that you really don't have a clear strategy. You probably have some kind of a strategy because at least you're posting, which is really good. You're at least doing that, so that's awesome. Um, creating a post strategy would mean like every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm gonna go on Instagram live. And every Tuesday, Thursday, I'm gonna do a Facebook live. And then everywhere in between there, I'm gonna be posting one post, like a static picture, a static post um, on my social media. So. Where we want to break down the strategy is having a few content pillars that are going to be able to hit different points of your business. So if you're using social media for business, then you really want to be hitting some key content pillars. So the favorite ones that we like to use are behind the scenes. So showing, showing the new person or the existing follower a little bit, a sneak peek behind the scenes, like who are you? What do you do? For me, social media managing is something that I do also be the dental field. So I show a little bit of behind the scenes of how I, you know, create content. Also showing a little bit of personality, your personal life. So I'm not saying show everything, but you know, like if you are a dog mom or you're married or you're into, you know, you like meditation, showing that side because that also builds that relatability with the follower. Um, another one would be sales and promotion. So you wanna sprinkle those in, I would say like, that would be like, you know, at least 10%. You want to do informational, so uh, whether it's you know teaching them about a product or a service, showing them how to use something that you sell, and then another one would be tips. So you could do tips within your industry um, or tricks, things that only you know. That it's like they're getting an insider view of of your business, and then also utilizing utilizing reels. So reels are like little small mini videos. I mean, they are like little advertisements for Instagram. So I would highly recommend using those and having those into your posting strategy. So for now, I would say pick a couple different content pillars. You don't have to do all of those that I'm recommending, but I would say pick at least a few, and just start focusing on that. Um, and that's going to help bring that relatability, that like, and that trust, that no factor to your audience. Cause they're going to see a little bit of a human side of the business or the brand. And I think um, this is really timely, Wendy, sorry to interrupt you. I was just oh. saying, because we're literally in my, in the program that we're in. And there's a, there's a couple of people here that are working in the program or working with, with me as well. We're literally in the marketing strategy piece where we're just getting into batching awesome. content and talking about this actively. And we'll be talking about it more in the group as well. So this comes in, it's very timely and very, yeah. So it feels very good. good. Yeah. Right on point. Cause I think a lot of people struggle with this, with getting ahead of the curve on planning content and, mm -hmm. you know, feeling like marketing is controlling them versus them being able to feel empowered by their marketing. Yeah. And I think that's what it comes down to is like, you don't always want to show up on your socials of selling your service and selling what you have. You really want to, yeah get be social too. So you really have to show those behind the scenes. Like, you know, you, you have to bring that side to your business or your brand. Cause that's what it comes down to. So this is great. You guys probably want to come back to this, this slide. Um, also scheduling your social media is going to save you a lot of time. So if you're always, you're working in your business, 
uh, or you're, yeah, you're working in your business, you, you really don't have all the time in the world to be posting social media and thinking about your strategy. So what I like to do is every Sunday, I'll look at the week, I look at my calendar. Well, usually the first of the month, I look at the whole month and kind of decide, you know, what, what are we doing? What are we marketing? What are we launching? And then on Sunday, I look at that week. What do I need to promote? What do I need to talk about this week? And I create my content on Sunday for the week and as well as my clients. And we use something called later plan or planally. Those are scheduling tools. So they're really great because you can dump your pictures in there. You can write your captions in there. You can do your hashtag research in there and you can schedule it. And so you schedule it. And then now, you know, on Monday at five o'clock, a post is going to go out. Well, then you just go in 505 and start engaging and, and commenting and using social media like like a, like you're supposed to use it to be social. So it just kind of helps you to one, not post in a rush where sometimes there's typos or errors. Yeah, it helps you to plan your week and just have this like routine. So you build this routine of, of posting and sharing your content. Love it. Thank you for those. Those yeah. are really good tools to mention. They are. And I also think another thing is to, when you're doing your marketing strategy is um, monitoring and reviewing your insights. So if you posted something that was, you know, controversial or something that was about your business or your brand, but it, you know, it was more personal to you and you saw that you dropped a lot of followers or you got a lot of bad feedback, kind of knowing, uh, engaging what happens like with certain content. So maybe you show a lot of tips and you're giving a lot of free tips and value and all of a sudden you're getting a lot more shares and you're getting a lot more comments. So that's going to kind of notify you, Hey, your audience likes this kind of stuff. So not only posting your socials and creating that strategy, but looking at it a week later and saying, okay, well, how did it perform? How did that IGTV or that live perform? Did I have a lot of viewers? Was that a good time? Should I maybe post at this time or that time? Or should I change my, you know, the way I introduce myself? So monitoring, um, you know, reviewing your insights, looking that over and making tweaks because it's not something that's set in stone. It's marketing is you, you, you put it out there, you test it you try it and then you tweak it and you do it again. Yeah. Excellent. Another great strategy would be, uh, to get more, to get more of a, I guess, of a, a like and a fun trust factor is showing some memes, showing the funny side of your business or cause right now, you know, with, with the past year, people will want to be a little bit lighthearted, want things to be a little bit more easy on social. And I think social sometimes it just can go in different directions. So um, looking at when you're creating your content, creating some memes and gifts that are going to be ideal for your, like, you know, they're going to be good for your ideal client. They're going to understand it. So like the Bernie meme, I'm sure you guys saw that floating around everywhere. It probably still is. Yeah. <laughs> so, we, we got it here in Canada for sure. <laughs> yeah. So I think knowing when to, when you can take a, a meme or a gif a giphy and like take a spin on it for your industry. So knowing that making it fun, relatable, and just helping to like personalize and share your brand, like really showing that you guys have a, you know, you're understanding that you're up to date with trends. Like I noticed one thing, what happened is during the pandemic was people were scheduling content and they were letting their posts just auto schedule, but so much was happening. So many up and downs and different things were happening different days that you knew, okay, well that person obviously didn't check their, their scheduling until they let it just run. So I think being mindful of what, what trends are happening, what hot topics are happening, and also having your opinion about that and sharing your opinion with your followers and your audience of what your take is, because that's what people want. They want real people, real conversations. All right. So this one, I know that you talk a lot about storytelling, mindful storytelling. This kind of goes into the same, you know, this is a really big one because not only are, are is everybody's on social media promoting their stuff and selling their stuff and, and trying to share their special juice, but the way to do this is by sharing your personal story, knowing what's natural to you, knowing where where you get let up at. Is it, you know, do you like talking to people? Do you like being on video? Uh, do you like writing, knowing your special talents and what gets you juiced up so that you can share your story that way? And so I think like the question earlier was, well, what platform should I use? Well, that goes back to what do you really like using? And then picking your type of content to share. Are you going to be doing it on video? Are you going to be doing it, you know, writing it? Are you going to be, you know, doing podcasts or clubhouse now we can call. Um, so setting your own path and sharing your story that way on your 
social media platform of preference. So that's what it comes down to is really just knowing what's natural to you and what comes easy to you and going all in on that. I love that. That's, and we, I've, I talk about that too. Like what brings you joy, you know, mm -hmm. like we don't have to necessarily do the things that make us frustrated and make us kind of sit with resentment <laughs> and resistance. Yeah. So, you know, we can have fun with this. <laughs> and I think too, like, honestly, if people send you, say people are sending you, um, you know, requests like messages in your inbox and you're like, I don't have time to go through and answer all those questions. I'm getting overwhelmed, you know, on my socials. Like I can't keep answering the same questions. Like if they just looked at my, website, they would have all the info there. I think knowing that when somebody's messaging you, they're taking the time out of their day to message you. So reply back to them. You don't have to reply back to all of them, but reply back. Maybe you can do like voice audio, like, oh, hey, Jen, I saw that you're interested in my program. You know, if you click on the link in my bio, you can get all the details there. Or, you know, sending a little, now you could do a video. You could send a little quick video into their uh, DMs or PMs. And, you know, that's going to build that trust factor a lot more. Um, or there's some other tricks that you could use, like setting up, you know, autoresponders or um, just telling them to go into your highlights, like maybe in your highlight bubble on Instagram, you have all the details there on how to make an appointment with you or how to, you know, book a service. So I think knowing what's natural to you and then when you're re responding or commenting to your followers, then doing it that way as well. I love that. I yeah. absolutely love that. That's like, yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's the end of my slide. So I have any questions thank about you. anything. Oh my goodness, discussed. those are good ones. I like those, those are great tips. Excellent, yeah. thank you. Thank you for sharing that. My um, I'm gonna look over to the comments and see if anybody has any more questions because we've been getting questions kind of along the way. Okay. Um, and we'll, I'll wait for a second because there's a bit of a delay sometimes. I'll see if there's any more questions coming in. And I'm also happy to help. And I mean, I'll go back into the group and check any questions that we missed. And if, you know, they watch the replay tomorrow or the following days, I'll go back and help and answer those as well. Yeah, yeah for sure. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, because I think that that's generally kind of what I see happening too, is we get a lot of uh, replay question action. So um, it would be great if you do get a chance to do that. Um, while we're kind of seeing if anything else is coming up, I know that you have a few exciting things coming in the next, like in the near future, in the, you know, not too distant future in your world and with you and your partner. And I thought if you could just share that with, uh, with the group here, because I'm sure people will be interested to know how they can connect with you. And mm -hmm. we're, we're all about that. Maybe you can even post something in the group with which yeah. include like, your links and um, anything that you're promoting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. So uh, we are actually working on something really exciting. We're doing a big giveaway right now for this whole week. Uh, we're giving away two exclusive memberships to our Wimpreneur group. So this is a paid membership group that we have. And yeah, we have, um, we just marked our one year milestone. Uh, we had actually launched, we launched this back when it was the pandemic had just happened and we were like, do we want to do this? We did it and we got such a great, you know, request to join and we ended up having to close it down. We wanted it very limited and intimate. So our group is really small. It is something small that we are building upon. We want to make sure that the women are getting the support that they need and feeling confident to share and ask questions. So Let's Get Social Entrepreneur has been around for a year. We're going to be reopening the doors at the end of the month. Um, that's with me and my partner. But we're giving away two memberships for three. It's going to be three months that you'll get access to all of the content, which is awesome. So oh, please post. The, can you post the details in our group of what that? Yeah, if you go on, actually, if you go on to Instagram at Let's Get Social Entrepreneurs, you'll be able to see the post. We all have them in our, they're our main last post that so you can, um, see how to enter in the giveaway. Um, so we're doing that for the whole week. So I'll make sure to drop it in your guys's group. And um, the good thing about what, what I mean, what we love the most is that it's for women, but it's also at a slower pace. So it's not like something that you, you know, have to be in there every single day. You can go at it at any time. It's a 24 seven community support. You have the eBooks delivered straight to your inbox as well as inside of Facebook. And these eBooks are nicely designed by me and Tina and we write everything ourselves. Um, and they teach you like a strategy for that month. So it's not like 
For example, last month we had email marketing. So some of our wampreneurs are starting their business and they've been, you know, going at it and they want to learn other things, not just social media, but like, hey, how do I do an opt-in? How do I, how do I design an ebook? So we had email list building as well as, you know, how to design that lead magnet as they call it. So we do little things like that. We do challenges, we help each other. Um, and so that is super exciting and fulfilling to me. It's, it's more of our group coaching. Um, so I'm just truly honored to be a part of that and help women. One of our members, she actually just, she launched her business online as a candle. She just sells candles and we got her up to par and she learned social media. She, she opened up her um, Shopify account and just yesterday she actually is opening up her own brick and motor business and she put her sign up and she's actually going to be opening a stand store like right here in our neighborhood while she's she lives oh, wow. that's amazing and that's it's amazing. just like wow i mean i i mean they're doing some incredible things with collaborations just you know growing their business to new heights so i think also having that community where you can ask questions and get the support that you may need is really important because that's that's one of the main reasons why tina and i built is because we're both social media managers. She's from Canada and I'm from California. Hey, Canada. We got a lot yeah, of- Yeah, I know. I don't right know. I mean, now. Canadians. Yeah. <laughs> and I so she, uh, yeah. So we were looking like me and her just happened to, you know, we have the same interests and we just, we, we were building that community. Hey, what tools are you using? What are you doing for this? And so we built that relationship. We're like, wouldn't it be great if we had that for other women who are like on their own working from home or working on their own business? And that's how it came about. So that's just near and dear to my heart. And I'm just so excited. We're going to be, you know, opening the doors. So that'll be happening in the month. Mm -hmm. Well, that sounds, so that sounds amazing. Congratulations. Um, that's like, a, that is a big step. Um, I do have one more question that's popped up for you. Okay. I know we're, we're over time, but it's been really fun just like going through all of this. But um, if you don't mind, Arena wanted to ask, what's your favorite part about what you do in this business and the dental side of things? Ooh, that's a good question. That's personal. I like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the favorite things that I like being a social media manager and a social media coach is that I get to inspire and help other business owners. So I feel like I... I have a way of teaching them that they can understand. And so that gives me true joy. Is that like, somebody can say, oh my God, I hate this. I can't get this. And I'm like, well, look at it this way. And then also, oh yeah, okay, I get it now. And so that brings me a lot of joy is that I'm able to break down where, I don't know if it's a generation thing or it's a certain thing that I'm able to teach them in that way. So that just brings me a lot of joy. The dental field, I got into that when I was 20 and I was a dental assistant, became a registered dental assistant, became the marketing coordinator, became the office manager. I truly love being in the dental field because I grew up in that. That's, I mean, this is, it's probably what gave me the confidence and gave me all these life tools that I have now is by being in the dental field. Um, so I just want to share with people like dentistry is not that bad. It is something that people fear, fear. And I think that, you know, if we can show it in different ways on social media, that might get people to just, you know, feel more comfortable and realize that we're just like you, you know, we, we live and we breathe dental. And, um, I just want to share with people like it's, you know, be there for them and help them. And that's, that's one of the things I want to inspire and help people. So that fills my, I think you, I don't think you, you want, you do, you already do. So I think that's uh you've already accomplished that and you just have to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, we do have one more question that came in. If you don't mind, okay. uh, I'm going to roll here. How do you suggest one does hashtag research just from seeing what others are using? Is that like, how does that, uh, so I would say is knowing your how. Okay, so the way to do hashtag. I have a YouTube channel. I have a lot of tips and tutorials. I was going to YouTube say channel. you're like my hashtag guru. So I was going to yeah. say, guys, you should just get on following Wendy because she has like all this information on hashtagging. Yes, I do. Uh, I would recommend using a hashtag generator tool. So there's like Flick. There's hashtag. I mean, there's like so many different ones. So on my YouTube channel, I list a bunch of different ones. Um, the way you're going to want to do your hashtags is one, knowing your industry and your ideal client is going to play a big part in that. So if I'm a social media manager for dentists and for many spas and for estheticians. So for example, a lot of my hashtags will be like social media management for dental or for dental offices, for dental practices. So you want to use the broader hashtags, which are like 
social media managers or social media marketing. Those are really broad. A lot of people are following those hashtags, so your stuff might not rank. So you want to get a little bit more specific by saying social media managers for dentists in California or social media managers for um, medical spas. So when you start like tagging your post with hashtags, you'll be able to draw those kind of people to you. So there's, it, it, there is a strategy to it. It's not something you can just learn really quick and you have to also play with it and see what's really working. Are you ranking on those hashtags? So as a small entrepreneur business, someone who's just coming out, I would say using hashtags that are anywhere between like 500 to like 100K, using those ones. And what I mean by those, when you go into social media managers, you'll click on that hashtag in Instagram, we're talking about, right? Um, if you go to like you'll see underneath it, it'll tell you a number of how many hashtags people are following. And then I'll give you also recommendation hashtags. So those are other ones that people are using. And then I'll show you all the content and you do top and you do recent. Now you wanna look at those and make sure when you go to recent that they're actually really recent, like they're 2021 posts, not something from like 2016, 2019. That means they're not really good hashtags to be using. They may be like banned hashtags or they just don't work anymore. So using current hashtags is a really good thing. So yes, I have a lot of hashtag stuff on there. Um, I think I even have a, a masterclass. Oh, that's one thing too. I do have, me and Tina have a free group called um, the Social Besties. And so you can go in there for free and we have a hashtag video training in there as well as some other we teach in there as oh, well. Oh, that's a big bonus. Yeah, it's a free group. And so we, you know, drop the latest trends and stuff that's happening. So if you want to kind of just, maybe you don't, you're not a social media, you know, guru or anything, but you want to be up to date with certain things, I would highly recommend joining that Facebook group. So I can drop that in. in I was say, maybe you can put the link to that in the comments yeah. or in the, in yeah, that would be great. I think people. Yeah, would I would that. recommend going in there, and you can ask questions like that too. Like, hey, would you do you recommend that I use these hashtags? This is the industry, and and this is you know what I have, and we can look at it for you. So Tina and I, we we love teaching. So you, any questions you have, we're always willing to answer them. So that's the great thing too about us. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my goodness. I think we I think we got we got through all the questions. You've okay. like you've done. A, a, I love it. We we answered a lot of questions today, which is great. Um, I love when people are kind of flying the questions in as we're talking. Um, yeah. And I appreciate everything that you shared. So much good information. And I know there's going to be a lot of people that will appreciate the replay. Um, and so I thank everybody who came here live tonight. And I thank you, Wendy, for your time. Um, and we will uh, then call it a wrap for Sunday guest speaker series. First one ever. <laughs> yeah, to be continued. We'll definitely have Wendy come back for sure. And maybe Tina will join you next time. Yes, that'd be awesome. That would be great. It'd be great to have the three of us. Awesome. I look forward to it. I hope everybody has a great evening and uh, I will see you guys later. Have awesome. a great night. Well, there you have it, my sweet friends. So just to let you guys know, Obviously this was a replay, so some of those offers and things are not available. So please be mindful of that when that was recorded. If you are interested in learning more about Jennifer James, a private exclusive group called The Mindful Entrepreneurs, it is a free group. You can go ahead and find her over on Facebook. Also the links are in the description notes below. And if you guys wanna connect with me, I'm all over the place with Wendy E. Della Rosa. You can find me um, pretty much at Instagram mainly. I'm on Clubhouse as well. and. And Facebook. So until later, see you guys then.